0: Hi, Nurse Lala here with MedSearch Nursing LLC. I want you to be successful in your nursing career and I want you to be just as knowledgeable as I am. So I've decided I'm giving back to the next generation of nurses. I'm providing you with access to my professional development courses for free. That's right. Absolutely free, but only for a limited time. Nurses, nursing students, don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity to help build your resume. Visit MedSearchNursingLLC.Teachable.com to enroll today.
1: Hey, hey, here we are again, Mr. Barry Coleman. Uh, yes, we got a special, special, special guest in the building today. But uh, I'm actually looking forward to her, to be honest with you. This young lady, she got some, some very interesting things going on in her life, a lot of changes. So uh, before I get to her, we're going to go ahead and do the quote of today. All right, let's see here. Quote of today, you will face many defeats in your life but never let yourself be defeated. I'm going to read it again for the folks in the back of the church. You will face many defeats in your life, but never let yourself be defeated. That's, that's another great quote by Ms. Uh, Maya Angelou. Man, that can apply to everything. I know I did some things in my life that I'm not proud of, but uh, if you had the right spirit going forward, you can always try to change things to the best of your business. And sometimes that's all you have in this world just the, the right spirit and the right mindset to do to do better than the next time. So we're going to go ahead and pivot towards the guests now. Now y'all know I'm I'm from Alabama so I'll mess up a name quick. All right so uh it's Adrian how you doing today?
0: I'm doing good how
1: are you? Hey I'm doing good I'm doing good I'm about ready to get back in the swing of this stuff. i was actually took some time off from doing the podcast but I'm I'm back in the swing good now. So uh Hey, let's go ahead. I'd like to start it off the same way every time. Tell everybody where you're from.
0: So I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, originally, and I just moved uh, to Charleston, South Carolina three weeks ago.
1: Whoa. Now, I just went to Louisville. Now, how do y'all see it? Because people from that's not from Louisville, we don't see it like y'all.
0: We just say Louisville. Louisville. Yeah.
1: Mm, so <laughs> you can tell when somebody not from around that Then.
0: Yeah.
1: I got you. I got you. I actually went up there to the uh, Muhammad Ali Museum. Have you ever been to that?
0: Honestly, I have not been to the Muhammad Ali Center. As long as I've lived there, I have not been there. Not one
1: time. Man, it's worth visiting. You know, whenever the next time you go, you should go by there. It's quite moving. I've spent probably about three, four hours there now. Easily. That's a lot of information, but uh, it's a real good museum. Yeah, it's always been
0: on my list of things to do. I just never got around to doing it.
1: <laughs> so. Okay. All right, then. So uh, you said um, you just moved to Charleston, South Carolina, right? hmm Okay. So w- what you got going on in Charleston, South Carolina?
0: Uh, so my fiance is in the Air Force. So he's stationed here. So once I graduated school, I was like, okay, I'm going to move obviously there with you. And we also have a five-month-old daughter. So
1: Wow. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, you got a lot going on. A lot going on. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and transition to what got you into nursing?
0: Well, that's a long, exaggerated (laughs) question. Um, There's a long answer to that. So I graduated from high school in 2015, and I went straight to college. I went to Northern Kentucky University first, but when I went there, I was a biochemistry major. I wanted to be an OBGYN. That basically was my end goal. That's where I I wanted to go to medical school when that's what I wanted to do. And so about two years into that major, I could not pass calculus to save my life. I literally could not pass calculus. I took it two times. The first time I got a D, second time I got a C. And I was like, you know what? Screw (laughs) this. So um, I was like, well, I'm just going to go the nurse practitioner route. But obviously to do that, you have to have a nursing degree. Um, so I looked into nursing and the only math class required, for that was statistics. And I was like, that sounds pretty easy. So I switched to nursing and took statistics. I got an A in it. That was my very first math class I ever got an A in. I was very excited. So, um, after that, I kind of just stuck with nursing. Uh, I ended up leaving Northern Kentucky University in 2017 and came back home to Louisville. So I went to U of L during that time, I only went there for a year um, because I had a traumatic death in my life. I got pregnant and lost my baby about five months into the pregnancy. So I decided to drop out of. Well, I finished my semester and then didn't go back to U of uh, Sat out of school for about eight months, just worked, just getting my mental health back together because it really, really took a toll on me. <laughs> and then in January of twenty. 19, I started at Galen College of Nursing, which is where I graduated
1: from. <laughs> okay. Wow, that was uh that's a lot to unpack. Now yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how comfortable you are uh, speaking on this, but um here lately, you know, due to COVID, I've been well, I work in the operating room. And so from time to time we get a mother that um has that has uh how can I put this? Lost a child, stillborn. Mm-hmm. All right. I always, you know, though you see those moms, your your heart go out to them. They are disheveled, uh, and the biggest thing that I have uh, when I engage with them is they feel like they uh, drop the ball when it comes to their spouse or whoever they we, uh, you know, their partner, and um, you know, just carrying their life. So I, I would like for you, if you're comfortable, uh, just to expand upon that. You know, just to, um how you felt during that time period once you found out you know
0: yeah um you know, yeah no, no problem so yeah so I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter in 2017 it's towards the end it's kind of around like November-ish times when I found out obviously the person that I'm with now is not the person the father of that baby so me and my partner at the time you know we were very excited we whatever going into 2018 it was great you know I found out the gender all that good stuff I, it wasn't until literally until my actual my five month appointment, my twenty week anatomy scan, that I found out that there was something wrong with her. And in Kentucky, I don't know the laws everywhere else, but once you're twenty one weeks pregnant, you cannot terminate a pregnancy. So I had found out when I was twenty weeks and four days that she had an anomaly disorder called um, semilobar haloencephaly which means her brain did not split into the two lobes like it was supposed to. And one side had more um, brain matter material than the other, basically. So her likelihood of surviving was very low. Um, If she did survive, she probably wouldn't have a very long life expectancy. There are kids out there who were born with that um, particular chromosomal disorder that Are still living. Now, I don't know the quality of life that they're having, but they're alive and you know, they're here. So that's great. But at 21 years old, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, taking care of a healthy child, you know, is hard as it is. So let alone a disabled one at that very young age. So I decided to go with terminating my pregnancy. So she was still alive, breathing, you know, I just, that was the best decision for me and my family at the time. And so that's what, you know, I had to do. So with that being said, um, back to the 21 week thing, I was 20 weeks and four days, only had three days to make my decision on what I was going to do my baby. So I had a consultation on Friday and then that Saturday, March 18, 2020, 2018, sorry, March 18, 2018, I had the surgery, whatever. So to expand on your question about, you know, me and my partner, I said March 18th, March 17th, Jesus Christ. Anyways, to expand on your question about me and my partner, it um, definitely took a serious toll on our relationship, which kind of resulted as to why we're not together anymore. Um, there's no bad blood, anything like that. It just grief. Everybody handles grief in a different way. And me personally, like grief makes me want to work harder. You know, I felt that I let. My daughter down, even though it had absolutely nothing to do with me. You know, I was perfectly healthy. I was fine. I did everything I was supposed to do. It just when that sperm and that egg met, the cells just did not divide like they were supposed to. Like my doctor, even you know, was like, I don't even know how you made it this far. Like I don't even know how it even developed into a fetus at this point. So you know, it's just it's just what you know what it is. So. I dove into my work, you know, after that, I kind of gave myself a couple of months to just grieve, but then I got a job and I just was very, you know, dedicated to what I was doing, trying to make money, trying to do this, trying to do that, like just go, 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 like trying to keep myself occupied, but basically not really trying to think about it. And then my partner, on the other hand, really wasn't doing that, you know, so it, it stretched us very thin and we grew very apart. There was no connection; was a lot of disconnect, a lot of arguments, a lot of yelling, screaming, just upset at each other. And it's really just because we were still trying to just, we lost our kid, you know? And it just was, so, yes, it takes a very um, huge toll on relationships. It takes a really strong foundation to deal with something like that. Um, me and my previous partner, we hadn't been together that long. So I feel that we we just weren't, you know, on that level to be able to deal with something as traumatic as that. So, yes. <laughs>
1: I got you. Uh, thank you for sharing that story. Um, I always take care of those those moms, and um, so um, it, it it tears you apart how you see them just um, crumbling in that moment, man. It just uh, it's a it's a hard situation, and I can see you know I always see them right before they go to the operating room, but I never see them after, mm-hmm. and that's really that's really to me. I could be wrong, you know. That very moment is devastating. But the effects of that moment still linger around. It's mm-hmm. always in your head. So, you know, I just wanted a, a little insight as to, you know, what, what happens in that situation. And yeah. I just thank you. I thank you for telling me that, sharing that with the audience. All right. So let's go towards um, what college did you graduate from again?
0: It's called Galen College of Nursing. Um, they have a couple of schools in so it's in Kentucky for sure. They have one in Ohio. They have one in Florida. I think they just built one in Tennessee too. And they have one in Texas. So it's not like super big. They're kind of emerging now, but it's an accredited nursing school. They have a LPM program, uh, an associate's program and a bachelor's degree program. And I graduated from their bachelor's degree program.
1: All right then. All right. So uh, t- you got to tell us some of your struggles in nursing school. Yes. The whole program.
0: <laughs> Um, Yeah, literally the whole thing. Um, Luckily, I would say that I never actually failed a class. So that's great. I did withdraw from a class one time because I knew I was going to fail. So I guess I don't know if that counts as a failure or not. Two weeks into the class, it was pharmacology. It's still not my strong suit. I suck at pharmacology. But two weeks into the class, I chose the online version of it, and I realized that I needed to be in person to really grasp the concepts, and learning it online was just not going to work for me. <laughs> so I withdrew from the class and re-registered for the next quarter. Um, so pharmacology was a big setback for me. Going through nursing school while pregnant was, was hard. So like I said, I have an almost five-month-old daughter. She'll be five months next week. I found out that I was pregnant with her last September. So basically I went through basically my whole last year of nursing school pregnant. That was hard, <laughs> um, but it wasn't, it wasn't impossible at all, you know, especially because she was in my belly basically the whole time I had her in May and I graduated in September. So I only had a couple of months where she was actually present that I had, you know, had to deal with that. So getting up and going to 12 hour clinicals while pregnant, just, you know, that's difficult. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, just the the normal studying for tests, you know, and having busy work and just working on grasping those con- um, concepts. Yeah, to not get the word out. Grasping it's those right. concepts, um, just, you know, to make sure that you're prepared for not even just for school, but, you know, after school for the NCLEX, like, you know, that's difficult. Make sure that you retain the information and not just learn it for the test and brain dump it, you know, things like that. Um, but Yeah, that was pretty much it. I would say my biggest struggle probably would have been being pregnant my last year. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. I had a really good group of girls. Um, I had a really good study group, me and three other girls. We worked really, really hard together. Um, Honestly, I would have not made it through nursing school without them. So if I could give anybody a tip, it would be get a solid group two, three people and just really, you know, Help each other out. Like you, you need that backbone. You need that support to make it through. You really do. You cannot do nursing school by yourself. <laughs> so, um, if that was like the only suggestion I could really give somebody, it would be form a good group, form a friendship, a sisterly bond, brotherly bond, whatever you got to do to get through these exams, get through these clinicals, labs, all that stuff.
1: Okay. All right then. Now, I got to ask you, what was your biggest challenge being pregnant? And being in nursing school, I, I have um, I interviewed a young lady uh, a while back. It's Nurse Bay, and she said she was uh pregnant while she was in nursing school. So I just would like for you to explain upon the what was the biggest challenge with 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 being pregnant in the nursing program.
0: The biggest challenge was probably towards the end when I didn't know when I was going to give birth, and that is because towards the end, you have a lot of tests and competencies and clinicals in a row because it's towards the end. They're like, boom, 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 boom. So I had clinical one day a week, but it was for 12 hours. And then I was also having competencies and exams. And I remember, um, so they had, they had scheduled me for an induction and it was kind of, it was around a test day. It was like a Monday or something crazy like that. And I had a test that Thursday and I was like, am I going to make it to my exam? Because, you know, when you give birth, usually stay in the hospital for about two ish days. And then, you know, but turns out I didn't have to have an induction. I ended up going to labor on my own. So that worked out the week before. So I ended up making my exam and stuff like that, but that was pretty much really the the stressor of it all. Like you just never know when you're going to give birth. You don't want to miss anything because it's kind of hard for you to make stuff up, especially exams. If you miss an exam in nursing school, like, it's a whole ordeal to get that rescheduled because they don't want people giving you the answers. You know what I'm saying? They don't want cheating because obviously they're going to take it before you do. So it's like a whole ordeal. If you miss a test, you miss a competency at my school. If you missed more than one clinical, you had to make it up. And sometimes they don't even allow you to make things up. Um, you have to have a really good excuse in order for you to get a makeup day or it's a failure. Um, so if you fail clinical, you fail the class. So then that's a whole repeat. Like if the list goes on and on and on and on. So my biggest stressor like with that was just, you just never, never knowing exactly when my baby was going to come, and you know, how that was going to affect me moving forward.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Then now, um, did you work while you was in school?
0: I did up until I was 30 weeks pregnant or something like that.
1: Wow. Okay. Then so, um. Working while in nursing school. I'm sure that, that came with its own challenge. Yeah. Working while in nursing school and being pregnant.
0: And pregnant, yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, to me, uh, it seemed like that's a lot. Um, I, when I was in nursing school, I worked at a uh, Walmart pharmacy as a pharmacy tech. And I used to work at, like 30 hours a week. So mm-hmm. I, I totally understand, you know, a person having to work and, and still pay bills of their own while mm-hmm. they're in nursing school. Some people don't don't work while they're in nursing school. Uh, to those that work working while they're in nursing school, what what's one thing that you would um tell them? Some words of I would
0: tell them to get one of these. <laughs> you, it's a planner.
1: Oh, okay, um, a planner.
0: Literally, I cannot live without my planner. If you ask anybody who knows me, I walk around my planner all day long because I have to stay organized. My planner, when I was working, every single day was filled because I had to prioritize doing an assignment, had to do what I'm going to do, what ship I'm going to work, am I going to pick up this day, what, you know, like just really just staying organized is what helped me because, um, I don't know if you're into Zodiac signs, like that, but I'm a Capricorn and Capricorns love money, love money. So I was always at work. I don't care what anybody had to say. I didn't care if my feet were swollen. I didn't care if I was sick. I'm going to work because I don't like being broke. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. I just can't. So I was working. So I had transitioned from the hospital to, do you all have Kroger? The store Kroger? Yeah, yeah, Kroger. Okay, yeah. So um, have you seen the, the little clinic inside of your Kroger's? Right, right. Okay, like, little so Kroger I transitioned, like yeah. So I transitioned from working at the hospital to like an urgent care center, like the little clinic. So the little clinic was open for about 11 hours a day and I used to work there pretty much about almost every day that I was not at school, I was at work. So I would say about four or five days a week. I wasn't working open to close every day. Like on the weekends, I was working open to close for sure. And then on the days I didn't have school, I was working probably about like at least half a day. Some days that I had school, I would still come in like before lunch or after lunch Like anytime I could really pick up a shift, I was at work (laughs) because like I had a baby coming. I have my own stuff. Like, honestly, my fiance really stepped in and paid a lot of stuff for me to help me out so that I didn't feel like I had to work. But on top of my necessities, like I'm a, I'm a woman. I like things. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, you're into my necessities, but what about my nails, my toes, my hair, my eyebrows, like, you know, like stuff like that. So I had to, I still had to make sure that I had those things uh, readily available to me. So yeah, but um, anything that I could really tell somebody who is in nursing school and has to work full time, it's not impossible. You might feel like you're a slave because that's all you do is go to school, go to work, go to school, go to work, but you can make it happen. I was at the desk doing my homework, studying. I brought my laptop to work. If your job allows you to do that, do that. Keep a planner, stay on top of everything. Don't miss, you know, a due date or a deadline because you know you're at work, like it's possible to make it happen. You just have to be dedicated and focused. And you might not sleep a lot, (laughs) but you know, you might miss a meal or two. I don't recommend doing that. Eat, (laughs) please eat, please sleep. But you know, you can do it.
1: Okay, then hey, that's good sound advice. Um, I don't know if both of your parents was in your life, but whoever raised you, they, they gave you some some wisdom, a good foundation to build yourself upon. And that's that's yeah. great.
0: My that's father great. passed away when I was 19. So sadly, he is not in my life anymore. But my mother is a fabulous woman. I truly look up to her. Um, couldn't have obviously made it through these 24, almost 25 years of life without her. <laughs> but yes, so thank you very much for saying that.
1: Yeah, yeah. She did a great job. And your dad, too. Even though he's not here to get his flowers, they, both of them, they did a good job Which, Thank you. All right. So uh, I want to know, I know you just recently graduated. And so uh, when it comes to the NCLEX, how are you preparing
0: for the NCLEX? So um, I don't know how familiar you are with Mark Clement, but he does an NCLEX review. He lives in Ohio. And it's like a three day NCLEX review. And it's pretty much everything you need to know. He used to be an NCLEX question writer. So some of the questions that are on the NCLEX are his. And so he pretty much knows obviously exactly what you need to know for the NCLEX. And so I did his review. It was fabulous. Um, I, I feel like he really breaks it down. It's like NCLEX for dummies. I, I needed that. So so he really breaks it down to, you know, layman's terms to really help you understand some of the st- concepts that they make very um, difficult to understand when it's really not that hard. So I did that. Um, and then I also um, do 75 questions, 75 to 100 questions a day. Um, just kind of trying to do that. I use uworld World and I also have Saunders book. I think UWorld is better than the Saunders book. Um, it's like the NCLEX review cram plan, plan book. But um, just because the UWorld software gives you um, in-depth rationales and really explains why the answer is the correct answer and how to go about it with, you know, because, you know, the NCLEX, they ask questions in a different way than any other test. You know, they you really have to apply your critical thinking to actually know what they're talking about in order to answer the question. Um, so that is what I have been doing. I actually took the NCLEX on October 12th. Well. Mm. Um, I do not have my results back yet. Um, the South Carolina Board of Nursing is a little slow uh, with updating their Board of Nursing site. So I do not know if I passed or failed yet. Fingers crossed that I did pass. Who knows? But yeah. Okay. All right, then.
1: I'm going to share my little life experience when it comes to the NCLEX. Man, I, I flunked it twice before I even uh, passed it. And the first time I took it, um, I was like, man, I just graduated from uh University of South Alabama. It's considered a tough program. Shoot, I'm good. I ain't got to study for it. Oh, uh, that was the biggest mistake of my life. That's the biggest, hey, you the biggest dumb man in, in the room doing something like that. So um uh, and then the next time I, I studied for it, but that last time I actually used the Simon's book, um it was back in 2014. We didn't have. Uh, well, you were. I don't think you were. Was available. If it was, I didn't know about it. like,
0: so, I just recently heard about
1: it. I didn't even. You know, I didn't even know anything about it. It's super expensive. So. Mm, I got you. Well, hey, if it was super expensive, brother Coleman couldn't uh, afford it. So, hey, you yeah. ain't got to worry about me. You were it for the rich and famous. But uh, I, I used the Sounders, and I used to do hundred to two hundred questions a day. So that's how I, I made it through. So um, for anybody that's listening in, if you, if you're po and bro like me, just buy the Selma's book and you, you uh, and, and do <laughs> hey, the questions. Hey, I bought it, I bought it too. I,
0: it has an abundance of questions in there. I just the wording on some of their questions sometimes is like I don't know, misleading. So I don't know, but I think I think that you should expand your resources. Look into all of. There's so many different NCLEX review plans out there. Like you can find one that works for you. And one that works for you might not work for somebody else. You know, because everybody learns differently. So.
1: I agree with that. All right. So uh, what type of nurse would you like to be?
0: So um, I accepted a position here in South Carolina, Medical University of South Carolina, on a ICU step-down unit. But I'm looking forward to it just to build up my skills and, you know, grasp my knowledge just, you know, on med and some more critical care patients. But back to what my, my story about nursing school originally, I do um, want to work in women's health I plan to apply to the University of Cincinnati for their Women's Health Nurse Practitioner Program probably next year. I want to at least work for a year as a nurse, you know, just get my feet wet and stuff before I go to grad school. Um, but that's the plan. I want to work in women's health. It doesn't even have to be labor and delivery. It could be postpartum, antepartum, you know, anything really. It just I just want to be around women, primarily African-American women, if possible.
1: Mm, that's that's beautiful um i'm gonna say this if you want to do like the nurse practitioner start networking now you Get to know some doctors and stuff like that um tia taylor um i did an episode with her and you mentioned her before we got on here she has a book i think it's called the mp uh resource book mm-hmm. um if you open to it i'd like to send you a copy of her book for free
0: oh wow um, yes i'd love that
1: yeah, you can uh you can get it for free and um and um if you want to, I could reach out to Miss uh, Taylor and see you know she would talk to you. you know that, that would way, be that
0: would be awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. That way, you know, you have some resources. Uh, I'm just gonna share my little story. Um, I was in nursing school and I discovered that I liked the operating room because I went there one time and I just liked the feel of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I graduated. I tried to get into the operating room in Mobile, but I wasn't um, given that opportunity. And so I had to join an association. I joined the Association of Operating Room Nurses and um, started a network. I reached out to the chapter coordinator. They got me in touch with the chapter presidents. And um, I got in touch with them and found out, you know, when they was holding their chapter meetings. And I just went and started talking to people. And um, they, I have found out that's probably the best way to get to know the managers. And once they see that you're serious about whatever it is that you want to do, like ER, uh, ICU, you know, labor and delivery, whatever setting you want to work in, once they find that you're serious, they are more likely to take you serious and they might give you an opportunity. Right. Um, an- Another route Well, I don't know, this is more so for like, um, for, it's for new grads. And if you don't want to be, you know, in a particular setting or, uh, you know, whatever the case, you want to change settings, you can always do, like, internships at different uh, places. Like, sometimes where I say due to COVID the pandemic, there would be a lot more internships opening up for the hospitals, for new grads because uh, nursing staffing is um, becoming uh, a real big problem. A lot of seasoned nurses are leaving and doing, like, travel assignments. So, the old hospital they need to get book up their normal, normal employees, and a lot of them are starting internships. So, um, it, using me for example, I went to a Vanderbilt University uh, Medical Center, and I was I um, went and did the operating room internship. So um, it's well at that particular hospital at that uh, at that time they made us sound like a two year commitment or whatever. I did my two years and then I moved out to California. So. It just always, um, let's just say that in the, in the field of nursing, there's no need to feel stuck. It's a lot of options for you. So oh, yeah,
0: um, I, endless opportunities.
1: Right, endless opportunities. So don't ever feel like you're stuck. If you, if you feel like you're stuck, you got to always reach out to me and we can, get you. we can get you going in the right direction. So, all right. So uh, let's go ahead and um, try to wrap this thing on up. I want to ask this question. I know you kind of touched on it earlier. What is some sound advice you would give to some students, uh, to some younger people or older people whoever want to get into nursing? What's some sound advice you would give them uh, to the population that want to get into nursing?
0: I would tell anyone who is interested in becoming a nurse that it is never too late. I feel like a lot of people see all of these nurses graduating at 21, 22, you know, and they're like, and they're probably in their 30s or a little bit early because of one of my friends that graduated with me, she's 31, but they'll, they look at, you know, that, that there's a lot of younger nurses and they feel discouraged. Like, oh, maybe I'm too old or, you know, i I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's too rigorous. Like anybody can attain this degree. It's not, well, it is one of the most difficult degrees to obtain, but if anybody, you know, if you want, if you put in the work for it, you will, you will have, it's not, it's not something that is completely taboo or something that is, you have to be super smart. Like I consider myself an average student. I don't, I don't think that, I mean, I think that I'm knowledgeable, but you know, I don't, I was not the student that was summa cum laude or magna cum laude. I did not graduate with a 4.0 GPA. Like I feel like that, you know, this is a Major that anybody can accomplish. You just have to really put in the work. It will not come easy at all. It's going to be a lot of long nights. You will cry. You will hate your life. You will complain. My fiance's little sister, she is a first year nursing student at Indiana Southeast, or IUS. And she's like, I hate my life. This is so hard. Like, I cannot believe this. And I'm like, I hate to be that person because. I don't like to be negative, but it's only going to get worse. And that's just because you're only at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's going to build on. It's going to get harder. I said, but this is what's building your perseverance right now. You get your first C because you've never got a C before. And you're like, what the heck is this? And it's like, this is nursing school. So you got to learn to adapt to it and then figure it. Once you tackle how to answer those NCLEX style questions, you'll be fine. You just have to stick with it and just keep trying like, that's another thing that I'm just really still working with, like with this NCLEX. I've been battling looking at my results because, um, you know, you can purchase your unofficial results, you know, if, you're, if your board of nursing hasn't posted your license or not. And so my unofficial results popped up yesterday and I haven't bought them yet because I'm so afraid of failure. And I'm like, what if I failed the NCLEX? Like, I'm so, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that, you know, failed their influence on the first try, but I've talked to so many people and a lot of people feel their influence on the first try. Like, it's not something for me to be ashamed of. And I feel like I need to not be so hard on myself, you know, give myself a little bit more grace because I did make it this far, you know? So that's another thing I would, you know, tell people who want to get into nurses or people or nursing students is to give yourself a little bit more grace, be kind to yourself, because this is hard. If it wasn't hard, everybody would do it, You know, so nursing school nurses in general are special people this is a profession it takes a certain type of person to be able to do this so if you make it to the finish line hell if you make it halfway through I mean that's something to be proud of um so following this podcast I'm going to buy my results and I'll I'll message you and let you know what, what they are um so, but yeah, so that's just my only advice: is to just you know have perseverance, keep trying, and give yourself grace. Be nice to yourself because um, you can do it.
1: All right, hey, good sound advice. All right, Miss uh, Adrian, did I get it right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: All right, Miss Adrian, hold on, hold on. So, what, what you about to get married? So, what's your last name going to be? Hall. Hall. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, make sure you change all your documents over the hall now. Oh, hey, I will.
0: Know. He 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 won't <laughs> let me get away with that. He's like, we're all uh, gonna be a hall. My daughter's home, he's a hall, so <laughs> I gotta
1: be man, a hall. I, he, he's like me, old school. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I, you know what? I remember back when I was a little boy, I would see um, I don't know how it is where it was, uh Louisville, but they used to sign like chick. I don't know you was old enough to remember chicks, but they used to yeah, say all that I'm that, not mis-
0: that young.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I don't know. Hey, air household ran the different. But they used to say something like uh Mr. and Mrs. Um What's your what's your field saying name? I'm gonna give you an
0: example. Trey Hall.
1: Trey Hall, okay. It would say Mr. and Mrs. Trey Hall. So you wouldn't even know the the woman name. You know, hey. I'm kind of well, Okay. You know, I'm after
0: you get married, the officiant or whoever they say like now introducing Mr. and Mrs. Their whole name, so they don't even acknowledge you anyways.
1: <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Some you know, it, uh, being out here in California, the women are totally different. They they like to be a little bit more acknowledged and stuff like that. So it just oh, for depends. Sure. On- I mean,
0: me too, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't mind taking my husband's last name, but I did tell him I was like. Which we're getting married next year, so it doesn't matter. But I told him that if I got my, if I got my nurse practitioner's degree, like before we got married, I wasn't gonna change my name, like mm. on my, because I feel like not not period, but just like on my degree, like on my stuff like that, because I feel like like it's mine, <laughs> you know. So that's okay. the only thing that I could, like with this that's degree, fair. like it's gonna say Cameron on it, obviously, like something right. on it. So that was my. Okay. Own <laughs>
1: all right. All right then. So um... When you drive it into the Inclits building, you get ready to. Oh, you! Oh, you already took your test. My bad. Yeah, when you go into the when you go into the grocery store, what's some music? You know who you have playing on your radio?
0: I'm a really big NBA YoungBoy fan, um, mm-hmm. so I listen to him a whole lot. I listen to Drake a whole lot. Chris Brown, I love me some Chris Brown. I like Broadway a little bit. My fiancé loves Broadway. That's like his thing. Um, okay. he likes Broadway of a lot. Um, who else did I listen to? I like Megan Thee Stallion, you know. But <laughs> I got you. okay, then. Okay. Now, but I'm a super like. If I had to pick, like my favorite favorite artist, it'd be Chris Brown. I am a like the biggest Chris Brown? Chris Brown fan. Okay, I got to ask you, what's your favorite Chris Brown song? Oh, that's a lot. I don't know. Are we trying to go all the way back or something newer? All, I have a lot of way favorites. back. I have a lot of favorite Chris Brown songs. Uh-huh. Mm.
1: Well, while you're thinking about it, uh, <laughs> man, what's the name of that song that he did? Uh, it's She's Not You or something like that? What's the name she of that song? You. She Ain't You. Yeah. Oh, I That's a good this. one. That's a good
0: one. I love I that like, song. I like, like I'm still stuck on his Indigo album. They just make his most recent album. Um, I really love almost every song on that album. Like, I, he just had a lot of good hits. He's timeless, like, you know? So And, you know, I, I grew up with him. When he first came out, I was, like, 12.
1: <laughs> so. mm, gotcha. He just did, he did a song, oh, man, not a song, an album with, uh, with Young Thug. I, mm-hmm. I kind of like, yeah. I liked it. Go that.
0: Crazy. I, That's, like, one of
1: yeah. my favorite songs. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a Young Thug fan, so okay. I kind of, I, I like I liked, I liked it. Yeah. Mhm. All right then. So, uh, do you watch movies? Yeah, I watch movies. Okay. Give me your Mount Rushmore uh, uh, actors. Wh- who do you like to watch?
0: Ooh, actors. See, I'm not good with actors. because I don't be knowing
1: their names. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I like Denzel Washington. This? Oh no. <laughs> See, oh. I-, I love I love Denzel. That's why I ask asking. You know, what's your no, favorite Denzel like, movie?
0: Denzel. I, like I like um what is that he's a white man he's in like a lot of action movies like he's in like taken you know what i'm talking about that movie where his daughter like that kidnapped in paris and
1: um, I'm gonna be it, it, he's with- a
0: really good actor i don't know his name but he's in a lot of action movies i like watching movies.
1: Um, okay
0: i like scary movies though that's my thing
1: okay all right then so you like halloween then
0: so it's spooky season right now
1: <laughs> yeah you like halloween
0: no, I'm not a big Michael Myers person because those movies are so predictable. Like they're just like um, mm, they're not they're not scary.
1: I gotcha. Like That's my my, you. my
0: fiance likes mass murder movies, like serial killers and stuff. I don't really like serial killers because I just be like, okay, is that it? Like you just gonna keep killing people? Like you know, I right. don't know. But I like I, I like you. the more suspenseful, like the ones that really make you think, like the, those type of scary. movies.
1: Okay. All right, Dan. So, uh, Nay, one thing you would tell your younger self? Uh,
0: trust this beautiful intuition that God instilled in us. That's that's definitely one thing I would tell my younger self because I would always second guess myself, question myself, and when I already knew the answer, and then mm. the answer would come into fruition after I messed up, which is great because you know it gives you the opportunity to learn. Um, but if I would have just went with my gut and followed my intuition the first time. So now
1: I'm doing a lot better with just
0: trusting my instincts because gotcha. just there.
1: Gotcha. Just there. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Hey, we're going to go ahead and try to get you on out of here. It's been a great interview.
0: Thank uh, you I'm so gonna, much for having me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you responded back uh, quickly. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have to have you back on a little while. I'm going to let some time go by and then I'm going to get you back on so you can share your experience with your first job and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: for sure. And
1: yeah, let everybody know about all of your changes. You know, you still got a newborn, pretty much. That's a newborn. You know, mm-hmm. you just moved to a new city. So, hey, that's a lot of things, a lot of new things going on with you. exciting time. It's going to be tiresome. But, um...
0: Yeah, and I'm wedding planning. I'm doing all time. Oh, yeah. To be like, you know, it's
1: next. <laughs> right. Okay. Gotta go yeah. pick my
0: daughter up as soon as we get off of
1: here. Mm, gotcha. Okay. So, um, uh, I want you to name one nurse that should be on my show. And if you name them, you got to help me get them.
0: Oh, I definitely will. Her name is Jasmine Jarrett. She lives in Louisville, Kentucky. She um, is all types of nurses. She started off as a labor and delivery nurse, but now I think she does stuff with wound nursing, and she's also in nurse practitioner school. She's going to graduate in December. Um, She's literally my inspiration. I talk to her about everything. She's helped me so much. She's an amazing nurse. She's also an African-American woman. She's great. She has four kids, so yeah, she's definitely a person you would want to have on your show.
1: <laughs> okay, all right then. Well, hey, Miss Adrian, I want to tell you thank you for taking that time of your busy schedule. Uh, this has been a, a, a great interview. You have shared some uh, very intimate things, and I and I appreciate that. I'm sure somebody that's going to tune in going they will uh, appreciate it and, and learn from it. Um, is there any uh, last minute um, comments you would like to leave for the audience, or how if if they want to reach out to you, uh, how can they um, reach out to you?
0: You all can reach out to me on Instagram um, at Adrian. so it's A D R I A N N E underscore Charme, C H A R M A I. That's my Instagram tag. My Twitter tag, I don't even know what it is to be quite honest with you. <laughs> But if you type in Adrian Cameron, it'll pop up. I'm sure uh, there's not too many people named Adrian Cameron in the world. So, yeah, for any people, you know, have any questions about nursing or want to get a nurse, feel free to reach out. I'm always down to answer questions or help anybody. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. It's been great.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, to everyone that's uh, tuning in, I want to thank you for listening in. This has been another great episode. Hey, I want you to go and share this episode with your friends and family. Hey, you've been locked into another episode of Understanding the Nursing Game podcast.